welcome to another episode of Let's Talk ESG, a podcast series by Linklaters. I'm Leila Amos, a Managing Associate in the Dubai Energy and Infrastructure team, and I'm excited to be hosting our podcast today. With the next two iterations of COP being held in the Middle East, with COP27 in Egypt this coming November, and COP28 taking place next year in the UAE, there is a renewed focus on the Middle East to take a lead on green initiatives and energy transition. Here at Linklaters, we're taking this opportunity to speak with a range of industry experts to discuss the ESG landscape in the region and the journey to net zero. We continue our series today by speaking to Abdul Rahman Bajamal. Abdul Rahman is a senior manager for portfolio asset management at Vision Invest, the leading Saudi development and investment holding company, which is at the forefront of public and private sector partnerships in the kingdom, the wider GCC, and beyond. Its portfolio of companies includes Aquapower, the district cooling company Saudi Tabreed, and Mia Hona, the water and wastewater developer and operator. Abdurrahman, firstly, thank you so much for joining us today. It is great to have you. Thank you for having me, Leila. Pleasure to be here. Abdurrahman, ESG is obviously a hot topic at the moment, and it's a very exciting time for us all to be working in this space. Sustainability has been at the heart of Saudi's Vision 2030 since its inception. And the kingdom's stated aim is to reach net zero by 2060. Could you tell us a bit about how you personally became involved and interested in ESG? Sure thing, Leila. Um, so it's a bit of a long story there, but uh, in a previous role, I was deeply involved in, in high profile projects in emerging and least developed countries. While the firm and, and team I worked with previously had vigorously high standards in, in the way they did things, um, it was just a bit surprising to see how other companies were doing and getting away with it. Um, the harm to the environment, the communities they operated in, and the short-sighted decision-making uh, were, were quite unfortunate. I'm, I'm fortunate to have worked with morally-driven team of individuals then, as I do today, in my current role. And the contrast between how the teams have been a part of or a part of today versus how others make decisions and operate gave me a clear-cut view of how far we are from responsible investing being the norm. And that's how I became interested in ESG as a policy and mental framework to approaching how business could do things better. For everyone involved. That's a really interesting perspective, Abdul Rahman, that you're coming at this almost from how not to do things, which is allowing you to better focus on how to do things well. And this certainly seems to be aligned with Vision Invest's core values. I've seen on the website a focus on the importance of diversifying the economy, and the company's stated vision is to be the most credible platform for innovation and sustainable investments in the GCC. I like the use of the word credible here, and it rings true with what you've just been saying. Now, could you please describe for us your role at Vision Invest and give us an example of the types of assets that you manage? Sure thing. Um, so I work with really talented and focused individuals that are the best of what they each do respectively to continue Vision Invest's success as a region's leading developer of, of infrastructure. So my team and I create value through effective portfolio management, institutionalized governance, and efficient capital management. So as you can imagine, ESG is, is definitely a, a lens that um, maybe, let's use a better word than lens, but a, a factor. That's something, that's something that's very important that we consider in what we do uh, as part of, of the asset management's function. Um, as a team, we manage a diverse portfolio of the best players in the respective infrastructure verticals. You mentioned um, district cooling through Saudi Tabreed, Miahuna, um, air products Kudra and industrial gases and, and low carbon hydrogen as well. 
and many more that you know we we seek to develop into the pipeline and create as champions in their own respective infrastructure verticals. So it is indeed an exciting time to be in in Saudi Arabia and the GCC. I really like the idea of creating champions in this space. It's nice to think of the private sector leading the way here. From your role and your interaction with the companies and assets you work with, are you able to comment on what it is that you think the private sector is doing particularly well in the ESG space and where you see there to be opportunities? Certainly. And, um, you know, if, if we look at the Saudi Arabia and specific maybe GCC in general, uh, what's staring us in the face is really the wealth, wealth of opportunities in the infrastructure and PPP space in Saudi Arabia and, and the GCC. We're seeing, you know, increasingly strategic initiatives and policy action by governments in the region to unlock the private sector's land potential, specifically around local content initiatives. Um, now, you know, we can't really mention specific cases, but the uptake by uh, the private sector in the region, their awareness, their familiarity with, with these frameworks and policies and actions uh, has been nothing short of incredible over the past two years. And um, what we've seen here is that it's not just talk, it's it's actual concern, it's actual um, thought that has turned into action and, and priority for a lot of these corporations, large and small. It really does sound like there is a wealth of opportunities out there. And it's clear that Vision Invest is committed to ensuring that it's socially responsible company and that you take your commitment to the environment and the communities in which you operate incredibly seriously. Can you talk a little bit about your role in pulling together Vision Invest's ESG policy and how you're approaching this task? Right, so this is a very exciting undertaking initiative that uh, is strongly supported by our stakeholders and shareholders and we're grateful for their support and foresight uh, on this uh, really key um, initiative that we're undertaking. Now, there's a lot of uh, work involved with this and, and we wouldn't want to spoil the surprise. We look forward <laughs> to sharing that with everyone soon. Um, but uh, the way that we're approaching this is, is a little bit different. So we're looking at our portfolio of, of leading companies in their, in their infrastructure verticals. Um, it's, it's within our DNA to really be, be responsible. If you look at some of our um, portfolio companies, they've, they've really um, led the space. Uh, one, one example is, of course, um, AquaPower, but uh, the, the others have also done a tremendous job there long before ESG was, was quite trendy and then on, on top of uh, mind for everybody. Um, the way we'd like to do this, and, and, and uh, we look to share, we look forward to sharing this with with everyone soon, is we we take the learnings that we get from our various portfolio companies. Um, obviously, there's, there's the reporting aspect of things, but also applying these learnings at the portfolio company level for all of the new companies that we're looking to to launch and and, and operate to the same high standard. It sounds like a very exciting and well thought out initiative, and I look forward to hearing more about it when it's ready. Perhaps we could have another chat at that point. And now for our final question, which is a bit of a personal one, we're asking all the speakers on this series. With all the opportunity you're seeing in your role, what gives you hope for our planet? That's a great question, Leila. Um, it's it's easy to be discouraged when, when we see a lot of these um, headlines and, and a lot of these unfortunate stories uh, around the world uh, but to to put it simply it's good to see aligned policy uh, i think for the longest time uh, it was something that was kind of floating there but 
the right word to, to put here would be extremely impressed by how aligned and, and, and serious um, uh, Saudi Arabia and the GCC is on taking policy action at a scale. So, you know, let's use an, the example of, of Saudi Arabia's circular carbon economy program. Um, the, the clarity of, of the vision, uh, the concreteness of where it is we want to be in, in X many years and how we're going to get there. Uh, is, is truly inspiring, and, and I hope um, other regions in the world take cue from that and, and really apply that level of clarity and that level of commitment to where they want to be. And I think sooner rather than later, we're going to get there. Um, and that is something that has really, um, you know, impressed me significantly. Thanks, Abdul Rahman. That's great to hear. It's important to think about this from the top, and aligned policy is certainly food for thought ahead of COP. It's going to take a truly global effort but it's great to hear you ending on a positive note. The reason we wanted to do this podcast series is to look at the ESG landscape in the Middle East from different perspectives. It's been really interesting to hear you talk about Vision Invest's sustainability journey and bringing the companies you work with along with you. You've definitely given us a lot to take away and think about. Thank you again for talking to us. It was great to have you. Thank you for having me, Leila. It's been a pleasure.